Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, I've noticed that the D&D Monster Manual has a lot of monsters that have flavor text for special abilities that allow you to create interesting stories with them that I haven't seen a lot of. So I was thinking, why don't we just run through a monster and build upon that? Sure. What do you got in mind? So the monster I'm thinking of today is, is the Arania, which is a okay. kind of like a lycanthrope for spiders. So it has three forms. It's normal fo- form, it's half spider, half human form, and then a full human form. Okay. But the interesting flavor text with it is in combat, it tries to kidnap people for ransom. Oh, what does it actually say there if you have it up? Yep. Uh, uh, in combat, Azarania avoids physical combat and uses its webs and spells where it can. In battle, it tries to immobilize or distract the most aggressive opponents. First, Arania often subdues. Uh, Arania often subdues opponents for ransom. Really? Wait, Arania often subdues opponents for ransom. Yeah, it seems like a throwaway line, but let's just build off of that for a second. So. Just so we're, I'm clear, and I'm looking at the book now. This is uh, the one we're looking at is in the three in the three five three monster five. manual. What's the um, what challenge page? rating? No, no, oh, the page fifteen. Okay, so we have a three five monster manual. It's fifteen. If not, you can um, look it up online, and it's um, A R A N E A. And so basically, what the Arania is is it's a, it has three forms that it can stay in indefinitely. It's got a human form, but it's only a very specific human form. And what's interesting on this is the human form can either be a medium size or small creature. Yep. That's that's key. Then the hybrid form is a medium sized creature. And then the the spider itself, it looks like a spider except its brain is lodged in its back. It's got like a hump. Yeah, like and a its camel. brain's in its back. And that's also a medium sized spider. Mm-hmm. And it's so and it also says like the true sight would show it as a spider. Yes. Okay. So you have like a weird lycanthropish spider. spider. Okay. So if I was going to create a game around this, what I would do is I would have a small town. Um, I would just probably describe maybe a pre-made town or something like that. Just so I don't have to come up with anything. Small town, less than 50 people. Something like that. But I would also find, more importantly, I would find a town that was maybe by a forest. Yes. Because it likes to be in forests and caves. Right. And so, but the people have encroached on it because of trade purposes. Like, mm-hmm. and so what I would do is I would say, okay, this Arania can look like a, a halfling female because that would be the most unobtrusive thing I would think would be turning into a spider. Yeah, because a medium spider, why would you think the small halfling? Exactly. You're going to think the elf or a human or something that's at its size. Right. So then I would think, okay. What I would do with it is I'd say, okay, I need to create a place for her to stay. So I would invent like a, an inn name or a brothel's name, someplace where Ooh, she can be around. Brothel is an interesting concept there. Right. But someplace where she can be around people that mm-hmm. are getting drunk so that she can, quote unquote, follow them home, maybe shift into her medium-sized um, uh, hybrid form. And kidnap them. Yeah, because she gets a web spell underneath the in other areas. Like not in her human form, she's almost literally humanoid yes like, there's nothing she can do but. but in her hybrid and her spider form she has this the spell the the webs which allows her to mobilize exactly so what i would do with it is i would have a concept where this woman is selecting victims mm-hmm. from a brothel or an inn really easy to do when they're drunk easier to kidnap 
right? Make sure that they have some sort of power in the city and money. Because mm-hmm. why kidnap somebody if you can't get a ransom? Yep. And she uses that to supplement the ownership she has in the inn. And so since she can maintain her form indefinitely, it's not like she has to worry about accidentally, like the like a spell wearing off in the middle of her shift or something. Yeah. So then what she would do is she would kidnap these guys or gals, and she would drag them into her cave, which is where she actually lives. Mm-hmm. And then I would create like a natural cave and I would put other monsters and stuff in the cave, but not high enough level that they wouldn't get out of their way if there was like a medium sized spider dragging a body through. Yeah. So something like a pack of wolves or something would flee when the spider comes back in, but then they help create a defense for Exactly. And then she could stow that humanoid away like on the ceiling where the, again, said animals are unable to reach and destroy. And then she could in her humanoid form write a script because it says here that she speaks sylvan and common yes so she can interact with all the people that she would interact with she could create the ransom letters and then if i was doing this as a gaming session the pcs could wander in they could get hired by the wife or the husband of the person that was just recently kidnapped i would then maybe say that um just to play the whole thing out that the uh the family has had a couple of victims from the family over the last like eight months be kidnapped by the same person. They've all kind of kept it quiet because it's embarrassing. Again, that's the one advantage of if she targeted powerful people, they don't want to say that they got kidnapped because that means that they're not as powerful, which means that their political enemies could then start to take them out. So it's kind of a, it's a victim crime, obviously, but it's kind of a victim less crime because they're not going to go report it. Yeah. The, the reason for you to report's a lot less than just keeping it silent. Exactly. And so then what would happen in my game, if I was running this, to give the players choices, I would have them have the ability to interview the other members of the of team. That family. Of that family that got kidnapped. Um, because the person's like wife or something would say, hey, well, you know, this cousin and that cousin were also kidnapped and they came back. Mm-hmm. Um, I would then also have maybe an eyewitness account or two of somebody actually seeing maybe a spider. Climbing like, up the wall or something. Out the wall of the city or dragging a body through or something. And, um, you know, maybe the guard who saw that gets fired for being drunk. Or being written off as crazy. Right. So he's still fired. So he's maybe drowning his sorrows in the cu- in his cups or something somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I could then, you could also do a little bit of a mystery take on it where if they interview the family, each of the family members will say that they only frequent maybe a handful of places and they, they each only have maybe two or three places that are the same, which gives you the ability to go investigate those two or three places and yeah. the owners of those places. So maybe if you chose a brothel, you'd have an inn that they all go to for getting drunk and then this brothel that they don't want to admit they go to because they don't want their spouses knowing about it and then on top of it you could have it just not so it's like oh diplomacy 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 it would be like a diplomacy check might work for the one guy but you couldn't use another intimidator seduction or diplomacy for Mm -hmm. the other two you'd have to do like a um one person doesn't trust you yeah you could also have like a uh Oh, you ask them about going to this place and sense a bluff check kind of thing to see if they're lying about it. Yeah, but I don't even want to have it so simple as like just a check, right? True. So like I would say like now think mini quest. So one guy doesn't want to tell you about where he goes because he thinks that you'll tell his wife. So in order for you not to do that, he's had some stuff stolen from him. If you steal it back, 
then he'll know that you're on the up and up and you're not going to tell his wife because you've done kind of an illegal act. Now you both have a blackmail th- thing. You know, if you tell mm-hmm. on him, he'll go to the police or the local constable in the area. You both have dirt on each other, so, so chances now it's safe. are you're not going to do anything So that would be it. one thing I would do. One would be the diplomacy or bluff or whatever. And then the other one might be, um, you know, maybe you, you he doesn't tell you anything and you got to like track him. You got to do the stealth and the hide rolls and follow him through the city to see if he's actually going where he's going and, and follow Watch him for him a week. Watch him physically go into the brothel so you know that's your second location. And the inn. And you know what I mean? Like he goes mm-hmm. to a handful of places and you know, based on the collaborating evidence of the other two, they all hang out in the same. And I wouldn't have them just all hang out in one place. I never want to create just a single point of thing until the end. Yeah. So they would go, they would have like maybe the inn and a brothel to go to. Mm-hmm. So that could cause your players to go break and enter into the inn at night and interrogate the the owner or look for clues there and not find any because it's not there. It's at the brothel or vice versa. Yeah. And then do the same thing there. And so the owner of the brothel, let's say it's just the brothel, is this female halfling. And um, so then that kind of helps too. Then the other thing I would do, the twist on this, because I always like to have my games have a little bit of a twist, is I would say that... They, if they get the clue from the guy, the the soldier about the spider, they could go investigate. Or if they're hearing or listening to rumors, or maybe they they get told by some crazy person that there's a big giant spider living in the caves, they decide to go out and investigate in the woods. They actually could find the body of the guy they were supposed to find because soon as the brothel owner found out, as soon as the Arania found out that the players were hired. She went back to the cave and killed the guy, mm-hmm. hoping that the heat would go away. And obviously, it's not going to now. And if they find that guy first, in his pockets could be maybe some coins or some stuff for the brothel and maybe some um, some sort of clue that leads you to an inn as well. Again, never I would never just focus it on one place. I'd make them go investigate a little bit more. Yeah. Just so the game takes longer. And they have a sense of agency and free choice. Yeah, so you're not railroading them, and it's also this thing of, so what do you guys want to do? And you have multiple options that they can take. Exactly. As Gives opposed them to, more player agency than, oh, yeah, you're going here. Yeah, now what do you want to do? Well, obviously, I only have one choice. I'll go there, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't like to play, um, you know, Super Mario Brothers D&D, where uh, level 1-1 one, one goes to 1-2, and I have zero option on that. Oh, you saved the princess, and she's in another castle. Where do you go? Another, I guess to the other, other castle. castle. Right, yeah, I have no, I have no choice. So that said, the other thing I would like to talk about on this is um, if I was going to conclude the whole thing, you could then do a twist at the end. This is the other thing I like to do is like really make the choice at the end um, not as clear cut for players. So most D&D people would be like, okay, so they find the spider, they kill the spider, game over. Okay, but remember, this spider can talk in, it seems like, all forms, actually. In all forms, they can. Okay, so if the players encounter, so what you could do is you could set up the final encounter and, and maybe they encounter her in the brothel with a bunch of people, mm-hmm. right? And so she, they don't know, no one in these, this town knows who the, you four are or five or however many are in your group. They do know her though. She's been a fixture of the community for about three or four years now. Ever since the town started because oh. she's in that area. Right. Or when it got big enough to care, right? Yep. So if you throw all that into place... You have the ability for her to cry foul and then the entire brothel to go against you. So what you could do, though, is you could have her tell the players when she gets confronted by the players 
that if she want if they want, she will pay them double what the woman is paying them to do. Mm-hmm. So let's say they were offered uh, I don't know a thousand gold pieces, five hundred gold pieces. Pick a number. She will offer them double that. And when you have it, then she'll basically she'll do this thing where I'm going to go hide it in this tree outside. You collect it and I will leave. I am permanently leaving this location. I won't bother these people again. Kind of like a witcher scenario where it's like, here's your money. And the witcher's like, just go, just please leave. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to kill you. Well, then that now creates a dilemma for the players. Do they A, take the woman into custody? B, kill the woman? C, take the woman's money and then go hunt her down and kill her again? Or, you know, the next one, E, or whatever the next just one is. take the money and just Just take the money alone. and just leave town, right? Because, again, you're never going to go back to this town again, or are you, right? Let's get an advantage. No matter what your choices are, you could have a consequence for it. Yeah. So killing her could cause that brothel to go down. And who knows? Maybe that town, her town was running off of the backs of the brothel and the end. So right. since you killed one of the town's income, that town went under because of your actions. Could have been. Or maybe there's a, a really unseedy group of people that now take over the brothel and the town turns into a, like a lawless wreck. Mm-hmm. Because she actually was maintaining a lot of order. Because if there was somebody that was a really devious deal, she could come in and kill them. Because it says here, I think she's neutral. So there's no real reason. So she's not like an evil character. Uh, we'll just check on that. Is she, I think she's neutral. So usually neutral. Usually neutral. So, so as as long as something's not interfering with her business, which corrupting the town would be. Yeah. So she could actually be holding off an, a greater evil. Yeah. Even. So anyway, there's just a ton of ideas I would do with this. I know we're getting a little long here, but I think I like this concept of this uh, lycanthrop ish spider, spider that does ransoms that does ransoms and just you could hopefully see based on this how you could run this in your game tonight again it's on that the monster manual there i do also know that on youtube there's a guy who's taken this concept and modified it into 5e so i will uh embed that link to his video on our resources page and so you can go find that on skullrpg.com slash resources. Mm-hmm. Or just go to skullrpg.com and resources is at the top. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to skullrpg.com.